There's so much coronavirus news around today, it's pretty hard to digest it all. This is an issue that moves as fast as the virus itself. How life is changing and could soon change for all of us. There's a recognition of our interdependence that requires of this moment that we direct a statewide order for people to stay at home. And so with all the measures that we've seen, be it travel restrictions, all the social distancing that we're doing, how long until we know whether it's, it's worked? The increase in the number of cases continues. Among the most important partners are faith partners. And we're grateful to be here with many faith leaders, Pastor Ken Foreman, Cathedral of Faith. Cathedral family and friends, who could have known? At the start of 2020, we announced our theme for the year, Courageous. We had a scripture for the year from Joshua chapter one, verse nine. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. We wrote a song for the year. I am courageous. You make me courageous. We even developed our own cathedral banner for the year. In the middle of that banner is a, a lion. It's called the rampant lion. It's also known as the lion of bravery. But little did we know that God was preparing our hearts to face something that would test our souls as well as our courage. This weekend, I was supposed to be interviewing a real rock star, Brian Welch and his daughter. I was going to interview them and ask them about their journey of faith and how Jesus has made a difference in their lives. Of course, that changed. It seems like just about everything in our lives has changed. I mean, our healthcare systems are, you know, maxed out. The economy's taken a nosedive. We've shut down our schools. We're sheltering in our homes. And we're doing church online. When all these things are changing around you, you need what the author of Future Shock calls an island of stability. And as people of faith, we have an island of stability, a rock solid island. His name is Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the one sure thing in our lives. He has not changed. He will not change. He was faithful in the past. He's faithful in the present. And he will be faithful in the future. You can put your trust in him. You really can. You can trust him to get you to the other side of this crisis. The disciples once found themselves in the midst of their own crisis. They were in a boat when the boat that they were in, well, found itself in the middle of a severe storm. We read in Matthew chapter eight, verse 24, suddenly a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. A furious storm. 
Now the owners of this boat, they were fishermen by trade. So they, know how, they knew how to navigate rough waters. This wasn't the first storm they had been in. And yet the severity of this storm, there was something about it. Well, the word in this passage which describes the storm, it is seismos. It's where we get our word seismic from. In the Bay Area, we know all about what it means to go seismic. And this storm that the disciples were in, it wasn't an ordinary storm. It was the kind of storm that was earth-shaking, earth-shattering, that could cause even seasoned sailors to be afraid. Who wouldn't be afraid in that kind of storm? And yet, when Jesus is in your boat, the size of the storm you're in does not really matter. Right now, the storm that we're in, we could say that it's seismic. And now life in the Bay Area is virtually shut down. That's what I would call seismic. And yet the disciples in the middle of the storm, Jesus is in the boat with them. And if Jesus is in the boat, does it really matter what the size of the storm is? In fact, it's interesting, Jesus, in the middle of this severe storm, he's sleeping. I mean, the thunder is roaring and Jesus is snoring. And this bothers the disciples. Jesus is not bothered by the storm, but the fact that Jesus is sleeping, it bothers the disciples. And they wonder, does Jesus care? Does Jesus care about them? In Mark chapter four, we read, Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on the cushion. So they woke him and said, teacher, don't you care that we are perishing? Don't you care? And that's what happens when fear kicks in. We start to wonder, does Jesus even care? Does he care about us? As a pastor, one of the first questions I get whenever there's a, a crisis that hits is this question, where's God? Where's God in the middle of this crisis? And I understand, I really do, I understand where this question comes from. And yet, I never get that question from anyone when life is sunny. It is only when the storm hits. What is it about human nature that we, well, we tend, when life is good, we tend to forget God, and when life is bad, we tend to blame God. Hmm. Where is God? In the middle of the storm, where is God? I heard about this one mom who her two boys were driving her crazy. And she needed some relief. So she thought, I'm gonna see if the pastor can help out with this. She brought them down to the pastor's office to see the pastor. And the pastor thought he would divide and conquer. So he took the older brother inside. He sat him in a chair. And the pastor looked at him and said, where is God? The boy was silent. 
So the pastor raised his voice a bit and said, where is God? The boy was still silent. So the pastor now, with all the authority he could muster, said, where is God? At that point, the boy jumps up, runs out of the office, grabs his little brother by the hand and says, let's get out of here. God's missing and they think we did it. Where is God? Well, the answer to this question, you see it in this passage. Look in the boat. He is with them in the boat. If Jesus didn't care about them, would he be with them in the boat? In the middle of the storm, Jesus was with them and Jesus is in the boat with us. That's the answer to the question. There's a sign that we have up in one of the bathrooms here at the church and the sign reads this way. Wash your hands and say your prayers because Jesus and germs are everywhere. And it's true. Jesus is with us. Even in the boat in the middle of the storm. That Jesus is with us in our prosperity and he is with us in our adversity. He is with us in our good days and he's with us in our bad days. He's with us on the mountaintop and he's with us in the valley. He's with us when the market is up and he's with us when the market is down. He's with us in our health and he's with us in our sickness. He's the God of Good Friday and he's the God of Easter Sunday. Jesus is with us. He's in the boat with us. And if Jesus is in the boat with us, does the size of the storm really matter? We have to remember in this moment that the safest place to shelter is in the boat with Jesus. In Psalm 91, we read, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I'm a big Disney fan and my favorite character is Goofy. I love Goofy. I can identify with Goofy because I can be a little Goofy. Did I hear my wife just say amen to that? I found this one, well, picture of Goofy with this statement and Goofy says, does anyone else put things in a safe place and then forget where that safe place is? Hello, we've all done that. That's what happens with the disciples. They forget where the safe place is. That the safest place you can be in a storm is to be in the boat with Jesus. It's the safest place you can be. I mean, the disciples, they, they had watched Jesus do his thing. They had seen his power in action. They had seen him work miracles. And yet in the middle of the storm, when fear kick, takes over, they have a case of spiritual amnesia. And they forget. They forget forget about his nature and they forget about his character. The most important question to ask in the middle of the storm is not 
where is God? It's who is God? Remember who is in the boat with you. And that's why this online worship experience where we come together and focus on the nature of God and the character of God, this right here is essential business. I mean, it's important. You want to shelter in place and practice safe distancing and wash your hands and we can do all those things. We should do all things. But even if you did all those things, you can still be overwhelmed by worry in your heart. But when we come together and we worship God and we remember who God is and what God has done for us, and we choose to replace our anxiety with adoration. We replace our panic with prayer. We replace our worry with worship. And we remember who Jesus is, who is in the boat with us. The Bible says in Philippians chapter two, that God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name that is above all other names. The name of Jesus is above. It's above every sickness. It's above every disease. It's above even death itself. Jesus has a name that's above every name. And when we join together and we worship him, well, I like how well, one church sign put it. It said, are you wrinkled with burdens? Come to church for a faith lift. And that's what we do. As we worship together. And we remember who is in the boat with us. The disciples have a case of spiritual amnesia. And they are afraid. In fact, their fear is off the charts. They no longer have fear. Instead, fear has possessed them. And Jesus gets up. And he says to the disciples, oh, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? Well, the answer is obvious. Look at the storm. That's why we're afraid. What if Jesus was standing before you today and he was to ask you that question? Why? Are you so afraid? Well, Jesus, I'm afraid because of this, or I'm afraid because of that. But what if you were to look in the eyes of Jesus and you were to hear him say these words to you? It's one thing for me to say it. It's another thing for you to hear it from Jesus. Why are you so afraid? Jesus meets us right where we're at. Even when we only have a little faith, he meets us where we're at to speak to our fears and to calm our fears. The Bible says at this point, Jesus gets up and he rebukes the wind and the waves and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves, 
they obey him. Creation recognized the voice of the creator and when he calms the waves, they ask, who is this man? Who is he? He's the one who has the power to calm the storm. He can calm the storm out here and he can calm the storm in here. And in this moment, if you'll remember that the safest place to shelter is to be in the boat with Jesus. This is why we can be cathedral strong. Why we can be cathedral courageous. Psalm 89 says, you rule the raging of the sea. When its waves rise, you still them. This is who is in the boat with us. We are strong and courageous because Jesus is with us and Jesus is for us. And in the middle of the storm, here's what he calls us to. All hands on deck. All hands on deck. While we are waiting for the storm to pass, and let me pause and say, this storm did not come to stay. This storm came to pass. Because every storm has a limited lifespan. If you study the history of pandemics, even the worst pandemics in human history, they have all well, had a start point and had an end point, And they follow a bell curve. At first the curve goes up. And then it peaks. And then the curve comes down. And what we're trying to do right now is we're believing for and we're praying for. And as we shelter in place, in the, we're wanting in the Bay Area to see by the grace of God the curve flatten out. And can somebody say amen to that? But recognize, well, while the virus goes up, it will come down. And while we are waiting, I know it can seem like it's forever. It really can. If you've been sheltering in place with your kids, hello! It can seem like it's forever. Did you see this video online? There's a guy who's sheltering at home with his kids and he just needs a little space away from his kids. They're looking for him. Well, watch the screens and you can see what happens. It can seem like it'll last forever. But remember, every storm has a limited lifespan and the sun is gonna shine again. And the apostle Paul, he says, in the light of eternity, our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Someone needs to know that. This storm did not come to stay. This storm came to pass. And while we're waiting, 
God calls us to have all hands on deck. There's a, a, a historian who wrote a book called The Rise of Christianity. And in the book, he suggests when looking at the early centuries of the spread of Christianity and the conversion rate, he suggests that part of the explanation is how the church showed compassion and cared for the sick and the poor, especially during plagues and epidemics. And one example of this is in the third century, there was a plague that broke out. Scientists today suggest that it could have been a smallpox. But it was a, a, an outbreak that was so severe that 5,000 people a day were dying in the city of Rome alone, let alone the rest of the empire. And while most people were fleeing the cities, the Christians instead ran to the cities and they showed care and compassion for the sick and the poor and those who were dying because they believed. They believed that every person mattered to God, that every person was made in the image of God. You know, they believed that they had a higher purpose, a purpose that was greater than just stocking up on toilet paper or hand sanitizer. They believed that God had called them to love their city and serve their city and to bring hope to their city. And it's remarkable when you think about it that the plague ended up being the church's finest hour because they had all hands on deck. And that's why cathedral family and friends, this is a time God calls us to have all hands on deck as we love our city and serve our city and bring hope to our city. We need everybody to step up and so many of you have already done that and are doing that in a lot of great ways. And let me give you one other way that you can step up. In the Old Testament, a man by the name of David, he had 30 warriors who were with him. They were known as David's mighty men. And what I'm looking for is 30 mighty men and women here at Cathedral of Faith that you are Cathedral Strong. And that for the next three weeks, you would be willing to step up and use your car for the glory of God. That you will join me for the next three Tuesdays from one to three o'clock right here on campus. We will load up our cars with boxes of groceries and we will deliver those groceries to some of the most at-risk people in our community. We can do it, Cathedral. We can be cathedral strong. This can be the church's finest hour. If you'd like to sign up and say, I want to be one of those mighty men, mighty women of faith, you can do so by calling the church office or going through our social media. Let us know 
and we'll get you more details. And when it comes to the word fear, someone has said that fear can have two meanings. That it can be fear everything and run or it can be face everything and rise that the choice is up to us this can be our finest hour the bible says with him on my side i am fearless afraid of no one and nothing this is a time to be cathedral strong. I want to leave you with an image for your head and a song for your heart. The image comes from a picture that was taken by a couple from our coffee shop. The last weekend we were able to have church right on site here at the San Jose campus. The concerns and uncertainty about the virus was beginning to sweep over our valley like a wave and a couple during the service they looked out and saw something above the church and they took a picture of it and if you look carefully you can see right above the cathedral of faith in the clouds there's a cross and I wonder if this was a little divine reminder that Jesus is our rock solid island of stability. And church, he will get us through to the other side of the storm. And I also want to leave you with a song. When I was a little boy, I used to sing at church. And there was one song I sang. Well, when I was six years old, I even made a record. You remember records? I made a record with this one song on it. I mean, if you uh, went to buy that record on eBay today, do you know how much it would be worth? Did my brother just say not very much? I think he's right. But that one record, that was the high point of my musical career. (laughs) Maybe that was enough. Because the one song on that record... It really does say it all. That when you're in the middle of the crisis, that yes, we still live in a broken world where there's sickness and disease. But in this song, we remember that the world is not in the hands of the coronavirus. There's a heavenly father who sees us, who knows us, who hears us, and who cares for us, and the whole world. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. He's got the whole 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 world 
in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got you and your family in his hands. He's got you and your family in his hands. He's got you and your family in his hands. He's got the whole world 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 in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. He's got the whole 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 world. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. 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 Say hunt. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. Sing along with us. He's got the whole world in his hands. 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 Wherever you are today, come on now. All right. Let that song be in your heart. He's got the whole world in his hands. Before we have the benediction, let me ask you a question. Maybe you've never really taken your world and put it into the hands of Jesus. 
This can be your day. This can be your moment. You matter to God. God loves you. And God can meet you right where you're at. I invite you to say this prayer after me. Mean it with all your heart. And you can even now begin that relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Say this after me. Heavenly Father, I come to you. I need a Savior. I cannot save myself. And I believe that Jesus is the Savior of the world. And I will put my trust in him. Thank you, God, for making me a part of your family. I take my world and I put it into your hands. Amen and amen. Welcome to the family of God. Oh, we'd love to celebrate with you. Send you a certificate that marks this moment. We'd love to hear from you. If you'll click that banner at the bottom of the screen or call the church office. Again, we want to rejoice with you that this is the day you became a follower of Jesus and you put your world in his hands. Well, thanks again for joining us at Cathedral Anywhere, our online worship experience. We want to speak God's blessing over you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine brightly upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you and give you his peace. We pray this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All God's people said, Amen. Cathedral of Faith family, welcome. This is The Wrap, and my name is Vaughn. My name is Irene. Aurora. I'm Pastor Romel. And we're so grateful to be with you guys. We just want to have a time to connect after this amazing service and this amazing word that Pastor Ken spoke. Man, we have been uh, privileged to be living an amazing year so far with uh, Pastor Ken leading the way. And I remember as the year turned... And he cast the vision for this year, and the word of the year being courageous. I was kind of, I was like, hmm, is that going to be the word? And little did I know that we would enter into a year like this. And I, I take comfort in the fact that God knew uh, what we were heading into. And God spoke to our pastor, and he's led us courageously up to this point. And man, that... It was strong in the beginning of the year, and it's even stronger now in the That's middle right. of this stuff. Absolutely. So what we want to talk about with you is, is some of the points that we heard in the sermon and just how it's translating into our own personal lives and how are we living strong and courageous in our lives. Pastor Romeo? Well, I think as we take time like this just to share in the experience of how uh, the word that Pastor Ken so just powerfully speaks week after week, and especially in this season of being strong and courageous. I love how he reminded us that we started with the word in Joshua, and, and it turned into a song uh, of right. uh, being courageous, and, and it turned into a flag, it turned into this banner. And here we are uh, taking that lead and taking the opportunity to, to, to share and yeah. connect. Now more so than ever, uh, I feel like we should do a better job of not keeping these 
perspective to ourselves, not, not internalizing these experiences, but externalizing it and taking opportunities like this to, to learn how to share and grow in those moments and the things um, that you've shared. So I believe this whole experience is, is an expression of being strong and yeah. courageous in and of itself. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I love what Pastor Ken said that God is, you know, Jesus is in the boat in this season. He's he's in the storm. He yeah. could have been on an island. He could have been wherever else, but he's in the storm. So for me, I feel like there's some gifts that are happening here that I'm asking God, help me to be courageous and find my high purpose. As Pastor Ken just said in his message, what is the high purpose for this season? And if I think of one gift is like, now there's more time with our children and some of the people that we live with. So God, what do you want me to see in this moment? And how do you want me to be courageous in this moment? And for Zion, we've been opening up a Bible and like reading out of the Bible together. And now we have a family Bible. So there's a memory that's gonna be here that this started during the coronavirus. Not just the, oh my goodness, when are we gonna get through this? But right. God, what is right. the gift today? That's a practical way that my life and our life has been changed forever. Uh, that's great. I just love the, the picture of Jesus sleeping in the boat, mm -hmm. like deep sleep. Pastor Ken said he's snoring and probably mm -hmm. dreaming this all this beautiful mansion in heaven. And it just reminded me of how Jesus wants us to be in these storms that we're facing right now. Yeah. And in that, he's saying it's like, Rest with me, rest in me, mm -hmm. you know, uh, rest your body, rest your mind, rest your spirit, and know that I am the peace that surpasses all understanding. I am the peace that will guard your heart and your mind. Yeah. And that was to me just totally yeah, it's really strong. witness yeah. in my spirit. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. And when I think about that, I was like, I could totally see myself like, oh my goodness, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do yeah. that. And, and being like, Jesus, like, that's what we're supposed mm -hmm. to be like yeah. instead of mm. craving. <laughs> Man, the point that really struck me um, was when he said the question, you know, a question that we ask is where is God in all right. of this, right? right. right? The, the culture in, is screaming that and even the church to some degree, right? But the question is not where is God, but who is God? Amen. And I heard that. I was like, whoa, that's powerful because, you know, who God is changes the whole story. Mm -hmm. The script, yes. now the now you know that this God who is above the waves and the wind, right? He's above the storm. He's above all of that. You can rest in that, right? You can rest because you know my God has got this, you know? And so we are going to see a victory because our God never fails. So I just, out of that spoke to me, it was just like, man, that's, the, you know, stop asking that. You're asking the wrong question. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Where, where is God? Yeah. And for Pastor Ken to help us shift our perspective from mm -hmm. not asking where is God, but actually Who? making a statement yeah. Yeah. and saying that God is right where we so are. Yeah. God is right where, it's not where is God in, so a, in a point of desperation and fear, yeah. but it's God is right where we are yeah. in a place of faith yeah. and yeah. in a place of, of, of action and, yeah. and affirmation and that we can have that peace. And it might add, you know, Corona in my dialect means crown. Oh. So we know who is the ultimate, the king of oh, all kings, on. the Lord of all lords. So the coronavirus has nodding on us because the ultimate king overcome this. Come on. And That's so we really have good. to remind ourselves who is in the boat mm -hmm. 
with us. Wow. You know? That's so powerful. no storms matter. Man, that's really good. And just the time to brag upon the Lord. I love that Pastor Ken said, essential business is worshiping God. Oh, and you know yes. that term is being used on what's essential business and what's not and what's not, but this is essential business, spending time with him, worshiping Absolutely. him. I love that. Absolutely. And we're so glad to have pastors Ramel and Aurora with us um, this week to sit here with the rap with us. And we just want to, I just want to ask you, Pastor Ramel, like as um, you're not just a pastor here, you're actually a trainer and you work us out every day. And uh, he's runs a business called Performax that is amazing. And I wondered if like in this day and age, uh, in this time and the season we're in, a very helpful hint for us of how to become uh, more physically fit or more uh, healthy, right, and strong. Uh, not just avoiding the virus, but how to become stronger and healthy in us. Can you lead us in that? Well, you know, we've had an awesome opportunity, Aurora and I, uh, with our strength and conditioning uh, business uh, with Performax and to be able to partner with the church and, and come up with this initiative called Cathedral Strong. And yeah. for such a time as this, for Pastor Ken to boldly declare that that's who we are. We are yeah. Cathedral Strong. Yeah. And I think one of the, the, the biggest things we need to do is really own that, grab that, right, make yeah. that who we are and, and what we're choosing to do. Cathedral Strong mm -hmm. is a proactive position, mm -hmm. not a preventative position. But it's a proactive position, a proactive decision to choose to do things that's going to make me strong. It's, it's one thing to, to stay clean, wash our hands and be preventative. But it's another thing for us to make strong choices, choices that actually increase our strength. And a couple of things that are really important about today's message has to deal with how we deal with stress and how we handle stress. Because stress are one of those things in our lives that take away from our immune system and actually can have negative impacts on our immune system yeah. rather than improve our immune system. Mm. So when we worry and we are anxious yeah. and when we are afraid, there's a higher chance and a greater likelihood of us getting sick from things like the coronavirus. And yeah. part of being cathedral strong then um, is taking to heart uh, what we just talked about, about having this peace that surpasses all understanding and to find, find Jesus in the midst of our circumstances, that's right really where we good. are. Not worrying where Jesus yeah. is, but yeah. knowing that he's right where we are. Yeah, that's so good. And please stay connected to all the platforms because uh, next week, I believe Pastor Mel is going to be putting out some more health tips and advice for us as we move through this season together as a family and as a community. And uh, we just want to... Uh, also take the, the time to just highlight some of the great things that are going on here at Cathedral of Faith. You know, the doors, uh, the services may be closed, but the, the church is certainly not closed. The church is alive and well and thriving in the midst of this. And there's a lot of things that are going on. Absolutely. So reaching out is busting at the seams. There are volunteers um, coming in and there are people coming in. There's a beautiful thing, ministry that's happening there. And then I I want to share, we want to share with you our heart of our pastor. As soon as this started, he was so concerned about those who are vulnerable in this season. And so our, we have been calling the seniors and those who are sick and, and, and going through the list and making sure that they know that the church is here for them, that we love them, that we're praying for them, and that they are not alone and that God sees them. And there's been some beautiful um, connection points during that 
you know, in those phone calls as well. Cathedral has been strong by the grace yes. of God and by the mercy of God. Hallelujah. And it has been difficult in so many ways, but it has also been glorious and all glory to God for that. Yes. So we're... Um, a, the scripture that God gave us, you know, in the beginning is Joshua 1.9, and we want to leave with the word, because the word is what we can hold on to no matter what. So the word was, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go, or wherever you stay. That is our God, Joshua 1.9. Yeah, so... As you are in your homes, please, again, like one of the, uh, the points from last week's message was, even though we may be practicing social distancing, uh, let's not practice spiritual distancing. Let's be connected. Um, so like uh, everyone has spoken, plug into the app, plug into Cathedral on Instagram, Cathedral on Facebook, and then also all the the subcategories of cathedral with um, with the, the youth and the cathedral of faith kids are creating great resources that we actually use in our home with our son, and so please uh, and and try to follow people that are that go to cathedral of faith because they're putting out material every day. So it's it's a great way to stay connected to the family and to what God's doing as we're sheltering in place. Remember too that we're where your shelter is. Yeah, that we yes. shelter of the Most High. Yes. So that's the place that we find shelter. Yes. So thank you guys so much for staying plugged in and being a part of what God is doing here. And keep looking forward and keep being strong and courageous. courageous. It's a wrap. 